Hey guys, what's going on? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Weekend Pearls. We are on episode five. Just a heads up, if you happen to hear feedback on this episode, we had real bad internet connection. And unfortunately, I was just not willing to let this episode go. So guys, bear with us through this and we'll have it fixed for episode six. And I will let you get back to the show. No, I don't have my hair brushed in here. Hell, oh shit! Hey, everybody! Oh, it's already turned. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Weekend Pearls. You already know this is your boy Tori, and I am too excited about this week's episode. But before we get into all of that. Make sure to hit us up as well as like and subscribe to us at Weekend Pearls on Instagram, Facebook, email us weekendpearls at gmail.com. I say again, weekendpearls at gmail.com. And man, so it has been a very interesting 43 days and we've managed to get on Google Playlist, we're on iTunes Podcast, Overcast, the podcast app, and guess what y'all, hallelujah and thank Jesus in the manger. And it's not even Christmas yet. www.weekendpearls.com is officially up and running. So, you have plenty of avenues to not only listen to the podcast, you can actually check us out. So we'll be adding different things onto the website over the next couple of weeks. You know, we want to get us, you know, get us out there, but we're going to have a good time with this and make sure you do us a favor and hit us up. So (coughs) in my lower register, I just want to take time out and say I have a guest here with me again um, and he's back again. This is the creator, the one and only the creator of, and we were just playing this game, just one moment, the creator of, if it plays. Jouer en jeu. Did y'all hear that for the people in the back? Jouer en jeu. One more time for the people in the back and in the rafters. Jouer en jeu. And the people at the bus stop catching dart. All right, now that's who it is. This is, and if you didn't know the translation, that means toys and play. You know, it's none other than brother, minister, pastor, Ursha, prophet, and all in between, Justin McDay. He is here with us today. And you already know you can find him on Instagram at, hold on, let me get it because you know I love this little sound bite. I'm going to wear him out with it. Jouer en jeu. Yeah, on Instagram and on Facebook, we can find him. Jouer en jeu. Yes, sir. And on YouTube, one more time for the people. Jouer en jeu. There we go. So, Justin, 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 are you there? Let me know. Are you there? Morning, family. Hello. <laughs> Is it me you're looking for? You know what? See, now I want to go ahead and have her. (laughs) No, I'm sitting up here. I want to make sure that I have a class that um, we can do like the, uh, what's the sipping paint almost? You know what I'm talking about. Just like um, Lionel Richie did. Hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your ass. Behind here, you're going to see. Okay, so this brings me to a point. And this is not even included in the episode. How in the hell you going to sit up and say, I can see it in your eyes when that baby is blind? If I'm not mistaken, Miss Lady, that's in the video, the line of Richie, that's the same one from uh, 
Michael Jackson video. That Michael baby Jackson got that Jerry curl. But how in hell you gonna say you see it in the eyes when she supposed to be blind? I'm done. I'm I'm done for the day. I'm done for the day. Take a deep breath. I don't have. A, I don't, I don't have, have it. I don't okay, can't. I'm back. I, 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 I already can't with this episode. Like I'm already done. <laughs> you already no. First off, you started singing Lionel Richie. Richie. That's neither here nor there. Nor there. <laughs> oh, I can't. Well, Justin, let me just go ahead and say thank you for getting back on um, your second go round, which I'm so excited about. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah. So hey, like I've been noticing. Really like hey, go, I know ain't that the truth? But so, I have been noticing that you have been posting some other stuff. And for the people that are listening, and everybody, if you listen right now, you tuned into Weekend Pearls. So Justin, what all have you been? Because I, I know you have went through shopping again. So give the kids what they want, please. Inform us what's going on in the in. In the toys that are playing right now. Talk to me. Oh my goodness. For Jouer en jeu? Um, well, um, so I've been doing like I've been normally doing. Just been catching like the latest sales for the latest releases of Barbie. And the reason why is because as a doll collector and especially as a doll influencer, I have to really kind of stay abreast of the latest trends in the doll world. So even things that I may not necessarily like, there are things I have to collect to kind of know what people want. And that's how you kind of stay abreast of what's kind of happening in the doll community. And then just from a thrift you know perspective i found some vintage barbie stuff thrifting but most importantly i have a update from last episode so last episode i talked a little bit about working with some professional um doll designers and couldn't go into details because it was not finalized and finally i can announce it and this is actually news for you because I haven't told you because this has just happened the last couple of days. So I am officially the PR assistant for IMU Dolls, which is the doll company um, by Stacey McBride Irby. So Stacey McBride Irby is only the second African-American doll designer, Barbie designer for Mattel. She literally is the second one. And she's a young lady. She's just a couple years older than me. She's not very old. And she was actually trained by the first black Barbie designer um, Kitty Perkins Black and so on her entrepreneurial um, adventure um, here we're doing IMU Dolls and what she's published um, and cr- created and produced her own private line of dolls and we're so excited because we're pitching ideas for other dolls to be created so I can officially announce I am now her PR assistant All I can say is, wow, because you really took me aback by three, four, five, twelve steps and a thigh master. I'm excited. Well, absolutely congratulations. So do you have any idea as far as time frame, as far as we'll have something that you've worked on or do they have some type of itinerary for you? So the re- the way that it kind of works is just, you know, it's a pitch of an idea. So you pitch it to a company, um, you pitch them a design process, and that can take anywhere from, you know, several months to a year. So there's really nothing that I can really talk about that's finalized, but like literally we have just kind of give you an example. We've There is a trend kind of going on with 
African Americans in the media and a certain cartoon. So those are the only kind of keys that I can give you without releasing any information. So basically, like I said, it just kind of takes the the process of you know submitting the idea and getting that finalized before we can really talk about it. Well, that's definitely exciting. So. Like I said before, I'm pretty sure you're going to be back on another episode. So make sure that you keep us updated. And I'm excited for you. So kudos and congratulations. Ah, it's so much going on in the land of funk. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So congratulations. So we're going to go ahead and jump into this week's topics. (laughs) The first one is hilarious. And again, this this audience, you all might not know this actor, but if you do, bless your heart, that means you're probably in my age range. <laughs> so that's just what it is. So, okay, 21 Jump Street actor Richard Grico. And <laughs> I still, that's all I'm telling you, reason I'm over laughing because it looks like he has a cigarette. No, I don't even think it, it don't even look like a roach. It looks like you know how you have that old um you have not even say old, I'm gonna say you have a more matured adult in the family. And for those that have family in the country understand, especially that one that will insist on chewing on a wood match. I didn't say the one that you get from the hotel that not the cardboard, but I said the wooden match. It looks like he, uh, he looks like he has a wooden match in the corner of his mouth. <laughs> Y'all have to see it. So, man, look. Hey, shout out to page six because when I tell you I read it and it tickled me so bad. And then I also saw it, too, on the news. So, lo and behold, this baby was arrested at DFW for public intoxication. So... Mind you, the baby got arrested and what have you, but he, you know, he admitted to having two vodka cranberries. And again, I still don't understand the whole Cape Cod and you drunk after two. I don't know, but hey, it could have been cheap liquor. I don't know. So apparently he happened to be waiting for his flight. And based on the officers there, baby, they politely put that baby in cuffs and escorted him out of their terminal. (sighs) And what makes it even worse. So... Allegedly, that baby had started crying. <laughs> Talking about, but I didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> oh, but what makes this even worse is for the fact that he sit up here felt he feels though. Again, allegedly, I'm just going on based on interpretation. Hey, shout out to Page Six for it. This baby really felt as though he was being singled out because he was famous. Now, remember when I told y'all before I started talking about this topic, I said if you don't know who this man is because he's you know he's a little older, he's going to be in my age range. Well, from this picture, he don't look nothing like my age range. He looked like baby 10, 15, 20 years older than me. But Richard Grico from Twenty One Jump Street. And for y'all that don't know, remember, y'all had Holly Robinson before she became Holly Robinson Pete. And you had Dom DeLuise, um, baby boy that was in there. And then, um, what's that baby name? Justin? You know who I'm talking about. Pirates of the Caribbean. You know who I'm talking about. Who is it? I just blanked out. That devil is busy. Blanked out. Yes. Devil's hands. Yes. Thank, thank you, child. I'm telling you. Whew. That's what happened when your braids are too tight. So, Yes. So you got Johnny Depp before Johnny Depp became boo boo boo, huge and humongous Johnny Depp. 
So it is hilarious. And what's even crazy, this baby alcohol limit when they did the breastalizers was two times the legal limit, which makes no other in good sense in the name of Jesus. So my question would be, and you know, I always got to come through, come left field and just see, you know, what people's mindsets are. So do we really feel as though some some actors are being targeted for just being human or is it just the fact that this baby got caught and tried to get 30 seconds of fame again? I honestly want to say is I feel attacked because I've already told you about my, my vodka uh, story I hate this week, you. and now this is our first topic. So I already You will not blame me. You will not blame me. Okay, so let's jump back to your so, topic then okay, since so you no so no you ain't got to mute. Let's talk about it. So so what so do you feel as though if you was in DFW, would you be held back by two police officers because you feel like you were being um singled out because you were famous? I'm just asking. Well, first of all, I may not sound like it all the time, but I'm African American, so I'm gonna be targeted anyway. Let's just truth be told. That is a different episode. Stop that, that now. Is a epi- oh, okay, thank you, sir. Um, I honestly feel like in this particular situation, nobody knows who Richard Greco is anymore. He's fifty-four years old, by the way. I looked it up on Wiki, and um, he does not look recognizable as he did in yesteryears. So I don't really think anybody even knows who he is. So for somebody to, for him to kind of feel like, oh, I'm being attacked because I'm a celebrity, I think that's not the truth. Now I will touch on something that you did say, which was my line of thinking, which, which is, you know, they serve cheap liquor at those airports. You know, you're not getting like premium quality liquor, and everybody allegedly get you crunk. You know, that's why people allegedly. fight. In the club, allegedly. Well, that's why allegedly. people fight in clubs and bars because they own the cheap liquor. I'm just saying, but you know, allegedly. All right, Wendy. Allegedly, this is my take on it. Well, all I got for well, you, baby, is that first and foremost, first and foremost. Y'all have y'all just take y'all take your hit before you take, even come to airport, so you already fully relaxed. You, you just take you a shot. You know I've had to do this because initially I was not a I get on the plane person. Now I am, but you know I had to go ahead and take me a shot before I even got in the car. That means at home, take that shot. Make sure it's good. Don't do the cheap liquor because I don't want nobody to have a headache and get sick on the, get sick on the plane and get um. It's scored off by the Scott Marshall. It's very unattractive for those out there. And look, gargle with you some good old mouthwash, preferably Listerine, because it's going to kill everything in the middle, and just keep on moving. That's just what it is. Justin, do you have two cents on that one? No, you you good. You good. Wow. Well, I'm just going to go and tell her myself. He, like he literally so, you know, I had told you about this story I don't even know. the other day. You so said what I now? call myself making some peppermint. You said what now? I call myself making some Here peppermint-infused vodka. So, eh? you know, you first like of all, I don't drink clear you liquor. Like oh, said, okay. Ooh. Oh. Clear liquor. It, it makes things better. But, <laughs> but go ahead in your spirit. Yeah, go I ahead. Do, I don't do clear liquor, first of all. But... I saw this recipe online. I was like, oh, this sounds like this tastes good. So I was like, let me go on and make it. Now, mind you, I'm a person who's been drinking crown since I was like nine. But that's a whole other story for a whole other episode. So I can drink. So let's let's just go on and make it clear. But um, 
brown liquor is always my drink of choice. I stray away from clear liquor as much as possible. So I didn't think anything was really gonna happen because like it's supposed to be peppermint infused, so it's like diluted. I'm thinking, oh, is this just sugary? What had happened was I thought I was being grown, right? And see, when you think you grown, you think that you can do stuff that normally that you wouldn't do. So I think I may have got a little bit more than I normally would have. And therefore, well, so I got a question. You know, so so question. You, you said so. so what is normal? So I'm just asking for a concern, friend. Tried it. So for me, I like. I like I don't really like drink drink like I'm a I'm not a hard drinker. Like I'm not a person who's gonna drink like the whole fifth of the bottle. Like I'm that's not me. But like I'll you know get me a little shot in and you know have a little nice cool mellow mixed drink. So for me I think that I overcompensated the little mixing jar that I had and put a little bit too much. And you know, it kinda knocked me out for a little bit, but you know, that's the end of my story. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I can't. I'm emotionally inept right now. I'm, I'm unavailable. I'm null and void to the world. <laughs> so I know that for Christmas you won't be getting clear liquor, but we're going to leave that one there. Ah, poor Richard. I just hope poor that Richard. baby stops Shame. drinking. No, it really wasn't shit. I promise. I just hope that baby stop taking and drinking liquor at the airport and stop chewing on this damn um, wooden match in your mouth. Anyway. You say who? You say who? Doesn't he you have like, a history of like drug and alcohol abuse anyway? All right, moving on to the next topic because allegedly, allegedly, and from from popular opinion, that what was said. So I'm just going on there. So, so something. Um, so moving on to bigger and brighter things with this podcast. So next topic up for grabs, Miss Greta Thunberg. <sighs> Man, so if you don't know who she is, this this baby is cold blooded. She tickles me from the inside out, outside in, and it. Let me get into it. So, if you don't know who Greta Thunberg is, she's actually Time Magazine's Person of the Year, and this baby is only what sixteen years old. If you all have not. I advise you, please check out and see who she is. Baby is, she's woke. She's actually woke, and it's very interesting. So let me give you a little bit, a tidbit of why I want to talk about her. Um, Because our wonderful um, him, I'm going to give him him. Him that happens to be president. That's all I got. I don't even, that's that's all I got. Him that happens to be president. So this fool and I'm going to say it <laughs> repeatedly, this fool, Jesus, him that happens fool. to be our president at this time. Child. I think he needs a peach. And I'm going to leave it right there. <laughs> so, lo and behold, so I'm going to just go give you a tidbit on this. And this is from the article off of Huffington Post. But White House Secretary Stephanie Grisham indicated that um, Friday that the 16-year-old champion Greta Thunberg can be attacked publicly by our president because she's an activist while Trump's teen son Barron wants to deserve privacy. So long story short, this is what this boils down to is that Greta is it definitely outspoken and she has a point of view 
and she's not ashamed and she's going to call a spade a spade. And normally you don't really see that. You don't really have an opportunity to really see that in young activism. We're having an insurgence of it, but it's not too often that we get some of it back to back, back to back, back to back. And she was one of those that, you know, call a spade a spade. And lo and behold, our president, allegedly, <laughs> uh, he called the award for her ridiculous and said that she needs to work on her anger management problem. And the reason being because she speaks of frustrations that's little being done about the climate change. So this is one of those moments where I try not to be political, but I do have political views. It's really saddened that we have someone that is 16 years old that has an opinion, that has facts, that is willing to speak up and be heard. And damn the masses, if you like it or not. But for someone that is supposed to be the leader of our country to go on the platform that he has and to really denounce a young lady. And we already know how he feel about women. Ask his wife. Pretty sure that's going to piss somebody off. But that's just what it is. Though, quote unquote, they have different types and ways of communicating. My biggest issue with this is that you have someone, because I want, I encourage everybody, again, Google her, look at the article, but then also to look at the videos that she posted along with the concerns that she has. It just really just unnerves me to really sit back and see that someone in such a position can really go on the attack of someone that actually has a valid concern. And it's not a self-serving concern. It's for everybody. My generation, your generation, his generation, his son's generation. Basically, this is a life altering, life changing situation that is not going away. That continues to be a problem. And we see signs and signs of it every day. So. So, Justin, so I'm going to throw this at you. What is your take on this whole thing about the president pick, basically picking on a 16-year-old girl that I don't understand? Well, I think the sad part of this is that this is really not a political issue. That's the true truth of it. This is just another example of someone who is known for attacking people and demeaning them and not just being a good person. You know, again, this is politics aside. This is just rhetoric and back and forth banter that we've seen from this particular person. And he's done this before he was in office. So we know that this is the type of person that he is. And you would think that there would be a certain decorum that would happen once this person was in office. Again, this is political aside, but just the back and forth behavior. Like, why would you, number one, attack a child and it's not even the fact that she has a valid view you are a grown man there should be some sense of just just decorum what is another word that i'm looking for decorum respect that you should have for yourself to not look so ignorant in addition to oh, this moratorium that child exactly so it's just you know I don't understand. And really what it was, what he really got mad was not necessarily what she said. That was one thing. But then it was compounded when she was named the time person of the year. And so it's like, oh, I was in the running for this. And now this young lady has 
gotten the spot that I may have gotten. That's what it really was, and that's the sad part. Well, I I agree with you. I think it's more so really just sad that we have adults in the world, and I'm going to say this, and again, it is a generalization, but in my opinion, it, it is definitely prevalent. It's definitely something that is here and now. You have a lot of adults that feel threatened, especially when someone younger not only has opinion, but has validity to what they're saying. And you'll find at times that, like you said before, people try to denounce and try to really um, invalidate what someone's saying, especially when it has truth in it, because either one or two things, either they felt compelled to say the same thing, but that other individual beat them to it, or they're having a moment, well, why is this person being heard and I wasn't? Or it, it could be so many other strange nuances that could come along with that. But this is one of those moments where we can be an adult. We can have a true and open conversation. But we got the leader of the new world, basically, that is acting complete ass because somebody has something to say and they said it. You have people that are in the United States that are they have some sense and that you had a platform like Time Magazine, kudos to Time, that selected her for what she's doing, what she's done, and what she represents. Versus, I guess we were supposed to recognize our president as person of the year. <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck and good night. So, with her experience, all of that, with though. Go, go ahead, Justin. Go ahead. See, no, then you gonna jump in. You ain't gonna say now. Who does that? Now, what were you saying, Justin? I don't know her. Referring to the president, I don't know her. You so dumb in three places. I can. So, well, let me ask you this though, because this goes back into because we have another person that we'll be discussing in just a little bit. Do you know they made Time Magazine? Do you think that Greta is just gonna be the only target from this? From this, actually, this, you know, this. Um, this magazine at this point because I'm pretty sure it's a couple of people that you know that he's going to have comments about child I think I done lost Justin Justin is you there is you there Justin I think Justin the last part of what you were saying cut off so I don't know the context of what you asked me no, what I was saying though, because of all the people that were mentioned in this um, this issue of Time Magazine, do you think there are going to be other people that are going to get called out by the president? No, because like I said, he he attacks those who are not defenseless, but those who he likes to prey on people who are weaker, so to speak. So as you notice, that's that's kind of his history as a person. He attacks people who have disabilities. He attacks people who are women. Um, he, he, he attacks people he feels are vulnerable and won't come back for him. And that's the sad trend of this person. Again, removing politics out of it as a person, this has been his long history, way before he was a president. As a person, he's just always loved to attack people. So it's sad 
sad that I'm not surprised by this, but of course it still saddens me that at this point in his life, he still has not changed his ways. Well, honestly, I don't really see that he's going to be changing his ways anytime soon. So, you know, this is all about I can get a girl on this platform. I'm like, girl, kudos. Hey, uh, Pelosi, girl, y'all go ahead and come on through with this old peach. I'm looking for the peach, y'all. <laughs> get the peach rolling, baby. Please get the peach rolling. Ah, So, Greta, girl, keep your head up. Um, press forward. Keep doing what you're doing. Stand up, man. Stand up. So. Now we're coming down to, you know, we were all serious. So we're going to come into some sort of goofy kind of, eh, I don't, I don't know. Because part of this is going to be serious. Part of this is going to be retarded and funny. So so we're going to call this segment The Artist in Review. And, of course, I pronounced it incorrectly because some people say that review. Like I said, review. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the first one up for grabs and... Uh, so, Justin, I'm going to let you take a stab at him first because I want to hear firsthand what you think. And you know I got to talk about the silver man himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, they, I cannot get the picture out of my head. Brother Apostle Kanye West. So, <laughs> so, so, Justin, my question to you is, do you feel as though this reaching and seeking God moment is real for him. I honestly feel like I'm one of those people. I take religion very seriously. You know, whatever way that you choose to believe, that's how you believe. And your relationship with God is your relationship with God. So I can't necessarily judge that or knock it. But what I can personally see, just kind of seeing the 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 history of Kanye and kind of his transformation over the years, I've seen where he has kind of started out, you know, just like a cool, kind of normal guy. And then he kind of had his breakdown after his mother passed away and he kind of went into this dark place where it was just very unstable you know he had unstable behavior and went over into his personal life and then we kind of see in the last year or so that has started to change and I think initially when it first started it was more like oh he's doing this just for the fame he's doing this just for the likes and the views because it appeared like you know this whole presence of God in his life came out of nowhere when previous to that it just really was kind of not even talked about but now really kind of hearing him talk about it in interviews I can really appreciate it because his views on life has changed like even the way his wife dress and the way that he wants his kids to be raised those are real things that he's talked about and he said those have changed now that he has a relationship with God so from that particular aspect I can say or my opinion I can say that I feel like Kanye's um love of God being talked about publicly is real but there are some things that I just don't appreciate like I don't I don't understand the whole 
way that he chooses to worship, like the way that he uses like secular music songs to make gospel songs. Like he did the the SWV song Rain. Like that is like one of their most sexual songs and he changed that into a praise and worship song. It's just stuff like that that I think people t- look at and be like, "Oh, that's corny." And that's why it's not real. So again, I can't judge the way that he chooses to worship, but I think that sometimes the little the little kitschy kind of little things that he does to get attention is what makes people question it. Okay, so you know, you just gave me a oodles and doodles and uh ramen cup that's not even finished steeping yet. So I have a question though. As far as the as far as his actions are concerned and what have you, like I'm all in I definitely agree with you as far as anyone seeking God and you know, having faith and everyone's walk is gonna be different. So my question is, and I'm I'm throwing this out there and so would it be that because his walk is different, do you do you feel as though that that's probably the reason why? everyone's kind of side-eyed now i'm gonna talk about the secular music part in just a minute but as far as his walk so far and if he's seeking god the way that he say he is do you do you think that or feel that because it's different and because it's out there like it's just being broadcast do you think that's probably the reason why people are side-eyeing his um, behaviors right now Well, I think that it's an extension of more than just the the secular music part. It's also in the action. So it's like he has what they these Sunday service um, parties, where it's basically you know you have to sign up to come to this this praise and worship event, and it's really like a cult that's like out in the 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 woods and i don't want to use that word because that's a strong term but that's how people describe it in the media it's like this special little group that you have to kind of like sign up for and then you all have to dress alike and then you have to be like out in the middle of the woods and it just it just seems weird because like i said it just came out of nowhere and i know now it's kind of transitioned to where he's kind of doing like this church tour where he's going to like these mega churches and all that stuff and you know again that's that's none of my concern if that's what you choose to do that's up to you but to me i just feel like there should be a certain respect for god a certain reverence for him and i think sometimes when people go out of their way to put it in someone's face and to do it in such a I don't even want I don't even want to use the word flamboyant but just just so in your face because it's just so in no, your face it's just that like, would be the right oh, word that would be the right word well i just want to be respectful because i don't want to like degrade you know what he's doing because again that's not my position i can't tell anybody what their relationship with god is real or not but that's just how it appears and that's what has been said in other people's description of it and i think because it's so in your face instead of just being something he privately kind of accepted and you can kind of see a slow transition like there's other artists who have gone through spiritual journeys and it's not been a part of their necessarily their 
professional entertainment life, but you can see how it has changed them and their their music or their acting or whatever they do in the entertainment world over the years. But it's not just been like, oh, I was basically saying not that he was a Satan worshiper before, but he basically was just like, oh, the monster this and just kind of this a lot of really almost satanic symbols that he had in his music and then you switch the next year and you're like oh god this and god that i think that's what people have the issue with it's like you really had a lot of i don't want to use that word but you just really had a lot of in your face in your windows and his music that were not godlike and now it's like all of a sudden everything's by god Oh, man. Okay. So, you gave me a lot to really digest. So, with Kanye, and again, this is just my opinion, just out of observation. And again, this is my opinion. I'm, that's where I am with it. As far as his walk with God, I'll never sit in the room and try to judge that. Honestly, I can't even question it. That's not my place. I, I don't sit on that throne. That's not me. What I will say, though, is that with you, I do agree for it. It just just really looks peculiar in so many ways just because of where he was then versus where he is now. But I have to go back to, okay, his walk is going to be different. And I know that, you know, some close friends that I have as well as some people that I know outside the state and what have you have gone through these really interesting transformations where, They've sought out God and they've had to go a different route. They've had to experience things. The walk was totally different than anything I've ever encountered or even seen in my life. And so I think what really makes this just a lot more pronounced and just, I'm going to call it vibrant. I ain't going to say, I'm not going to say flamboyant, but I do like the word. <laughs> but I would say that his actions are very vibrant and for someone that has not been that way and for them to really do a 360, I know it's extremely shocking it's because you got people that are following people. Flesh following flesh. But that's a whole different show. <laughs> that's a whole different type of show. Different conversation. But I'm excited to see. Do I think he's um, a little touched? I, I do. I, I really do. I think more so that I think this is just a compound of years. And again, this is my opinion. I really feel as though this is a compound of years and years, like you mentioned about, you know, his mother passing. And I know firsthand when you have a parent that, you know, you lose a parent and you don't allow yourself to grieve or have a resolution to anything that needs to be resolved and, you know, find peace. That's a hell of a walk. And there's nobody that can take that walk but you. So the erratic behavior and things and what have you, I, I see that. I absolutely see that. So, I mean, all we can do is go ahead and pray for that baby. We're going to hope that, you know, that this is something that he desires to seek that is legitimate for himself. And and I want everybody to know, I'm like, you don't have to legitimize, legitimize your faith for anybody. Point blank. You don't have to do actions or anything thereof to legitimize what you deem is right for you. Your faith is your faith. And as long as you're faithful, 
you're good. Regardless of what anybody else has to say. Now, on this music thing, I go back to Kirk Franklin. Love you, Kirk Franklin. Um, as far as him with the conversion of secular music, you know, bringing in parts of it into, you know, Christian music or gospel music, it's twofold. Initially, I will say that when I started hearing some things on the radio and what have you, it threw me off. Because, hell, I'm about to get up and pop and I'm going to go, oh, I said, there we go. Bam, bam, bam. I said, oh, wrong time. <laughs> I said, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, can't do that one. No, 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 no. And... But what it did, and just, I don't know how you feel about that, but I know that when I do hear that, it, it reminds me that the more we incorporated, you know, things that would get, you know, going to attention, just like Kanye's vibrant um, actions, it more so, it reaches more people. It's not the fact of trying to, from, from what I see. It's not, I don't think more so it's a fact of trying to disgrace or trying to mock um, any type of faith or religion or, thing, or anything like that. I think more so it's to really meet, you know, really meet the masses in trying to get a message out. Now, how we go about it, again, like I said before, it's everybody's journey and how they, they go about it. I mean, I, I don't know what his mindset or his thought process is on it, but... Some of the remixes, now I'm not going to lie, I was in my feelings because I'm like, you just can't take certain songs. <laughs> but he's been able to do that, and I will say, because I watched some of the videos, he's been able to really take some of the things that, like you say, Rain, child, if, 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 hey, it's WV, Rain, uh, <clears throat> hey. There's a huge innuendo in that, people. And if you don't know, take some time and listen to it. The, the song is out there. But for him to, <laughs> for Kanye to really switch that up and really play into that, I, it, it really, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's still growing on me, but I would have chosen another song. But, yeah, I get definitely get, you know, where you're coming from. Yeah, my, my thoughts is basically the same. I personally just feel like I think Kanye is way too intelligent and too gifted as a musical genius to have to resort to this. Because to me, I think he can make something original and contemporary and people will still like it. That's just my feelings on it. And then, you know, just, you know, kind of the wave and how people think about, you know, praise and worship music and, you know, it being contemporary or not. That's not my concern, because if that's your way of seeking God or praising him, that's up to you. I can't judge that. I do think that there should be a certain decorum when praising God. I think it should be something that even if it is upbeat and contemporary, it should have a respect to where, as you said before, you can't confuse it and then you want to twerk and pop to it. You know, you have to have a certain respect for God a certain reverence for his name and for for what you believe in then just saying oh i'm just gonna remix this and it's gonna be about god because people do it often and it it really ruffles people's feathers so you know 
like I said, I can't judge your way of doing it, but there needs to be a respect level. And Kanye is just so talented. He can make original beats, original songs that people would like. And they could have a inspirational message to it. And that could just be the end of the day. But I think he's choosing this for a reason. And I think that's the reason why people have issues. That he's choosing things that are purposely so secular and so out there. And that's what's causing the problem with how people are receiving it. Well, you better go ahead and preach on that one. So, Kanye, all I got for you right now, bruh. This whole silver egg thing you got. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And <laughs> I just dipped him in. I said, okay. So, Kanye, more power to you, bro. Hey, whatever walk you got, walk. Hey, walk in faith. But leave Jesus. Lord, if you hear me now, Lord, I call humbly upon you. And I ask that you remove that silvery tone to him. That's where I am right now. So, hey, moving on. <laughs> so, this is this is somebody that I actually really like. I actually like her. And I am talking about the one and only Miss Summer Walker. And I know everybody's had two cents, three dogs, and a bowl of puppy chow in regards to comments about her. But my, I have a lot of, um, I have a lot of, Anger towards people when they start talking about some walking. The reason I say anger because it really disturbs me that we oh, so we're in a day in time. Oh well, no, no. well, <laughs> I don't. I'll never hate you. No, the re reason being, I'm, I'm gonna go into the reason why I, I brought her up. The whole thing about social anxiety or basically it's called social phobia what have you so i'm gonna read the definition of this so i want everybody to hear this because again we got to be informed before we start having x y and z okay and again everybody has their opinion everybody has their interpretation but if someone is diagnosed with something then our job and our understanding comes with knowing what that is so we can have a better understanding versus you know, being on the defense and trying to attack somebody. So, the defining feature of social anxiety disorder, also called social phobia, is intense anxiety or fear of being judged, negatively evaluated, or rejected in a social or performance situation. People with social anxiety disorder may worry about acting or appearing visibly anxious. And that goes to blushing, stumbling over words, you know, fidgeting with fingers and stuff of that nature. Or being viewed as stupid, awkward, or boring. Now, as a result of all of this, they often avoid social or performance situations. And when a situation cannot be avoided, they experience significant anxiety and distress. So, many people with social anxiety or disorder also experience strong physical symptoms such as a rapid heartbeat, nausea, and sweating, and may experience full-blown attacks when confronting a fear of situations. Although they recognize that their fear is excessive and unreasonable, people with social anxiety disorder often feel powerless against their anxiety. So, approximately, and again, I'm going to put this on the link on here, approximately... 15 million adults are diagnosed with this, as well as the 
um, effects that come along with this specific phobia. So, had to go ahead and inform the people. You got to know what we're talking about. <laughs> so, my take on Summer Walker is that it's, it's it was initially twofold, but then I had to really take a backseat to some stuff. Initially, I said, like, "Oh hell, what's going on?" Sugar Plum, the superintendent, she didn't she didn't got this contract. She didn't she didn't did all this work, and now she won't be lazy. That was my first gut response to it. Be very honest, that was my opinion of it, but. When she started talking and she opened up, you know, she was on Instagram, she was on live and what have you. And she was talking about, you know, why she did this and that, what have you, why she's not performing, why she canceled a concert, what have you. I did my homework. I went ahead and I looked back at a lot of the performances that she had on TV. And then also, too, was a couple of things that she was um, performing at. And everything was synonymous with that. It was like she was frozen. Like she, because initially, I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is my opinion. I thought that baby was hiding a little touch by the weed bug. <laughs> I thought it was liquor or something. But after looking, after every performance, looking, looking, and looking to seeing, 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 I was like, oh. And I thought to myself, well, she is extremely uncomfortable. I'm talking about uncomfortable to the degree of, oh, oh, shit, I'm ready to go. And initially, again, I'm going to be honest with our younger generation, especially with the artists that we have now, especially the real young ones. They have this entitlement. They are they are very ego driven, very um, visual, very um, Social media related, that's what they get their kicks from. You know, they always got to be seen. They always doing something. They always got to be in the mix of something. They always, and, and to be honest, they always doing something stupid. So when she took to her live feed and she was going on and on and on, and when she went off, all I could do was laugh. But I'm going to tell you what the difference was, is that I noticed that the behavior that she had then is not the behavior that she had there. And even some of the interviews that she had done um, prior to her live, even with some of the people that she was sitting down and talking with, like there was an, there was an apparent, oh, I don't want to be here. And it wasn't a disrespectful, oh, screw you. I already got my check. I done gave y'all half-ass performance. I'm for to go. What you want? That was not what I got from it. I think more so that we're in a situation where this baby needs treatment for it. She needs assistance in order to get through it. I think more so, and again, this is my opinion. It doesn't seem like there was a lot of artist development that came along with her. And she is talented. Actually, like I'm a lyrics person. Like I I'm, I love lyrics. And she can sing. She can but I love lyrics and uh, some of the stuff she's written is very interesting to really read when you dissect it and really take the time to read. It's very interesting. So I know she's gifted. I think more so because of the gift that she has. I don't think in the actual phobia that she had, I don't think there was really true artist development that was carried out with her to help her through this. I think more so that the record company again this is my opinion i really feel that the record company saw that okay we got a we got another young lady that was it was a prize stripper they got some talent we can put her out here we can sell some records let's go 
and no disrespect to any Cardi, no disrespect, none. But I'm just this is a reality because you have a lot of people that are out there looking for money to make money. That's that she's a cash cow. Summer Walker is a cash cow. The baby is truly talented. And so let's go ahead and put these little funds in her and we'll go ahead and get this. But in actuality, when I go back to the artist development piece of it, we would have found out that she had this social anxiety had we done our part as far as, you know, the record company is concerned or her manager, whomever it may be that is running her day to day as far as the business part of it. Then we would, you know, that should have been one of the key things before we even had her doing concerts and then canceling concerts and then having to defend herself. And it's unfortunate that we're in that day and age where you got people acting the fool. Well, screw her, F her, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, she's just taking post money and now she a half-ass performer, da, da, da. But in actuality, you have somebody with a disorder. So, how do you... Because I'm, I'm posing this question out there, Justin, because I know you got 10 cents for this one. I'm, I'm posing this out there and I'm going to twist it. How do how do we deal with people that act normal, give us normal, give us what us want, give us what we want, but actually deal with diseases and phobias and you know clinical diagnosis, but we don't know until after the fact. When in actuality, this one here is telling you what the issue is. So how how do we differentiate that and? As far as the public is concerned, part, part of you know part of people that listen to music and purchase music. If I'm a fan, what direction you know what direction do you think that someone should take in that? Well, as a person who is not always mentally stable themselves, <laughs> let's just go and put that out there. Oh, you oh. and me both. <laughs> okay, so I just feel like. You hit a lot of the high-level key points. There is no artist development. There, There isn't an appreciation for really grooming these young artists. They kind of just put them out. They see that, oh, they have a social media following. They have likes. They have this certain look. And so they just throw them out there. They throw them to the wolves, basically. But then my other caveat, and this is... This is not anyway. Can you say it one more time for the people in the back? Did you what what was that word you used again? One more caveat. Oh one more time. I just need right. We'll we here at Weekend Pearls. We want to inform and also encourage knowledge making moments. What is that word again, Justin? That word is caveat, which means it is a uh comma however space. So, my caveat to that is that while I do agree that, you know, there is some lack of grooming for her, I still people need the I still feel like people need to own their own stuff. Like if she knew that she wasn't gonna be able to perform or be in front of crowds, she shouldn't have signed her contract. She shouldn't have said, oh, I want to be a singer. I think a lot of people look at the glamorous part of it, and they say, oh, I'm going to be famous. But if this is really not something that's coming from an organic place, then you sh- you, 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 shouldn't, you shouldn't do the crime to pay the time. You know what I'm saying? 
But on the other end of that, I can also understand sometimes this stuff doesn't always flare um, in your previous life. So in her previous life, when she had her other career or other things that she did, this may not have been a major issue. This may have just surfaced just becoming into an artist. Yes, so, I want to ask that question. So, yeah, just I didn't yeah, want to interrupt you, but that was one of my questions because, because if you're a prize stripper, stripper, how do you have social you have? anxiety? So, and again, it doesn't mean that's not happening or it can't happen. It was just very interesting to think about. Go ahead, Justin. I'm sorry. Disregard me. I, I'm going to come back to it. <laughs> No, but you you really touched on something. I'm glad that you said that because I I heard that you talked a little bit about her being a stripper, but I was like I didn't know if we that was really true or not. But you've reconfirmed it, so I think that's two separate things. I think that. Not that I'm agreeing to the stripper lifestyle or anything like that. I think that some people I am out in certain experiences, and you can zone out, and it's like almost out of body. And what I've heard from people who have lived that lifestyle, that that was a period of time where they kind of zone out, where they're really not themselves. And it's almost like you black out when you get onto that stage or that pole. That's what I've heard from people who have left, you know, that lifestyle. And I find that very interesting. That's so true. I can I agree. Bye. Um, so I think that that's a separate entity. And that's a difference between going into a crowd where you can kind of, instead of being like a person, I can black out and be somebody else, where you're on this performance stage as a, as a dancer, than being a singer where all eyes are on you and you're giving your authentic self singing a song. And I can say that I know that personally, because like when I act, so I used to really pursue acting when I was younger. Acting for me is so much easier than singing because acting, if they don't like the, the performance, they don't like the character, which is mean I'm doing my job or I'm not doing my job, but it doesn't matter because I'm playing a character. But when I'm singing, I get so much social anxiety. It is like literally, I can sing something a cappella and then three seconds later turn on a camera and try to record what I just did and I lock up and freeze and it's just me and my own camera so I understand where she's coming from from that I've even been on stages where people have invited me to sing with them and it's just it it becomes a moment of all eyes on you and your freezes so I think that it truly can happen where you can have a separate life separate industry do two different things and the way that you react to them are very different well, you better preach, Pastor. You better preach. So, guys, my only take on this, because, Justin, you had some real good thoughts and points on this. I did, my biggest thing for those that are listening, again, hey, if you're tuning in, this is Weekend Pearls. My biggest concern would be when we have someone, regardless of the scenario that is stating that they have some type of disorder, we have to have, we really have to look at it with some type of discernment just to ensure that for one, with all the artists that we have had that have committed suicide, 
because of all the social issues or, you know, between bullying people, you're not letting them rest. Hey, people, you know, paparazzi, all this other crazy stuff. In addition, you know, in addition to addiction, whether it be alcohol, drugs, um, porn, whatever the case may be. We have to be very careful, again, as people to understand that at the end of the day, we all have a flaw. Sometimes we have this flaw to come about because of certain things. Oh, we're born with some type of flaw, but it doesn't mean that we're not human at the end of the day. And when someone, regardless of who it may be, whether it be someone public, friend, family, or foe, when someone is willing to take a chance to say X, Y, and Z, regardless if it's the beginning, the middle of the ladder, that puts us on notice. And we do have a responsibility for one. If nothing else, you don't have to agree with it. Our job is to at least try to understand it. Gain knowledge on that. And then have some type of empathy dealing with that because I'm pretty sure, again, like 15 million people diagnosed with social anxiety in the United States alone. That did, that did not, <laughs> those numbers did not include anywhere else in the world. I said 15 million in the U.S. So we just really have to keep that in mind. So Summer Walker, love you pudding. Hey, we want you to get better. I want you to put on my music too. I really, I really do. I love your lyrics. Hey, we'll hopefully get help. So, <clears throat> the last one on the artist and review for this year. Oh, man. The ass that stopped the, the show. Stopped That's the all I got for you. Y'all already know who I'm talking about. It's my girl, Lizzo. And who is, as I repeat. What I will say, and I said what I said, because guess what? That's Time Magazine's Entertainer of the Year. So, lies. I agree that she is Entertainer of the Year. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. There's a soap. So, let me go ahead and get on my soapbox for a moment. And it's going to be just, you know, you had that soap when you use that bar soap. And, you know, it's that little, it's not really a strip. But it really ain't a bar. It's that in between. So if you go ahead and put it, uh, put it in the middle of a soapy no, uh, wash rag. I'm, I'm just saying. Let's have a soapbox. I'm out. <laughs> you know. Okay. So, so hey. So, okay. So Justin. You so so hey. So what's your thought on Lizzo? I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna let you go first. Go ahead, Justin. My thoughts on Miss Lizzo. Okay. Let's just talk about the movement real quick. I'm all for the Lizzo movement. You know, body positivity. You know, you want to make your little catchy songs. That's cute. That's fine and dandy. Let me just go and say this. I am by no means approved. I do have respect for myself. But it's also a thing, too, for me, Lizzo and this whole, like, NBA NBA game controversy. Like... I understand you think you want to be cute. You think that's sexy. That's up for your own personal opinion to agree or not. But my thing, I think it's a time and a place for everything. And I think people kind of use like this little illustration that, oh, well, you know, the, the NBA game dancers, you know, they work, they, they're wearing like, you know, little short skirts too. And is it a issue just because she's a big girl? For me, I say no. And the reason why I say no 
is because I said what I said. No. But the real reason is because I feel like there's a difference between being a dancer on the floor who's doing, you know, a choreographed routine. And those dancers, yeah, they are wearing like little shorts or little skirts, but they're also wearing tights underneath. They're also wearing like performance gear that are holding them in. So even if their like little skirts come up, you're not seeing anything. For me, the whole thing with Lizzo is like, your backside is out. Like, we don't need to be seeing that. Like, that's just my honest opinion. It's difference between, oh, you want to be cute, but then you're also doing too much on the sidelines. Like, girl, go sit down. Oh, child, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had to excuse me. Hold on. You know, when you have a... It, it touched my spirits. Let me... Oh, all right, I'm back. So... <laughs> So, this is where I disagree with Justin. I feel as though Lizzo should be Entertainer of the Year. And it's one reason why. You get what you get out of her. Flat out. Unadulterated. That's just what that is. Um, There have been plenty of occasions where she could have conformed. But never conformed. And I was listening to Lizzo before... She had all these hits and what have you. So, for me to see her then versus now... No, correct that. Before those songs became popular. Because them songs have been out for like two or three years. Let's go and make not. Yeah, I'm not talking about those. No. I'm not. No. (laughs) No, I'm not talking about those. I'm not talking about the ones that pop in mainstream. That's not what I'm talking about. No. Um, So... Very interesting artist all about because I ended up finding her on iTunes by chance. Um, she popped up in my search and this was before the record deal and everything else. So she was independent. So there were a couple of songs that like, really drew me in. I was like, okay, cool. She fly. Like she really fly. And again, this was before all the mainstream business, what have you. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to see where this goes. And this thing, you know, hell, she got a hit on her. I'm like, what? What the hell? Like, what's going on? So... For her to have the humble beginnings, but this goes back to, again, she's actually talented. She actually really is talented. And, again, I, I, I understand people being able to write catchy hooks and what have you, you know, things we can sing along to and what have you. I do agree that she is talented. You. I've never said she's not. She's she, definitely talented. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the reason I can't stand Justin. I, I was in my whole spiritual moment. He just basically just removed my moment. My moment. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> so, long story short, so I won't be too long-winded on this um, on this episode. I really feel like she is entertainer of the year. For one, y'all don't always hear me curse when I say she has taken the shit and didn't give a shit. <laughs> and then if she had something to say, she would say it. And that's exciting to me. Um... A lot of people might look, might not look at her as what she represents. And I don't know if she realizes not. Again, this is my opinion. You have, you got a big girl. I'm going to call it what it is. You got a big Afri- African-American girl. That is out here busting and popping. And doing it mainstream. She's not your average run-of-the-mill chick. Uh, she seems to be quite intelligent from what I understand. And she is talented. And I will say, this heifer can perform. <laughs> I'm 
sorry. This heifer can put on a performance of Lizzo. I mean, call you heifer, but we we on the podcast and we, we call you heifer right now. But that heifer can perform. She can put on the show. Now, as far as this really ass being out, now this ass out thing, sus, <laughs> to each his own. I just, because I'm looking at like, you know what? If I, you know, if I was where I was and doing X, Y, and Z, I'd say, you know, I might have a, a, a tinge of a cheek out or give you a little extra thigh high. But my concern would be, concern would be and I go to the healthy aspect of it, I'm not sitting my ass in them seats like that. And first off, baby, people do not clean like you clean at home. Some of y'all do oh, have nasty houses, but that's a, that's, a that's a different conversation. But... There ain't no way in hell I'm gonna sit my my naked ass cheeks on the child. I'm liable to wake up with a ball, and I didn't even do it. And I know I bathe regularly with a la 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 la. Yes. So, from a Exiting health standpoint, <laughs> y'all stay off of uh, is that TikTok or is that um Snapchat? One of them hell. But in all honesty, say do you your ass whether it's out or not? I'm like I don't really care i'm like cleanliness and sitting in a seat at a basketball guy just people are nasty girl you might get a little staph infection but your ass is your own and it tickles me to this day that people are so uproar about ass but you but you'll let that monkey hang all out in the open and i said the monkey justin you know what I'm referring to. I ain't gonna say it on here, but I said, but you let that monkey hang. But you worried about ass. I, that's all I got for y'all tonight on Lizzo. That's exactly that's exactly where I am with this tonight. You you got any last words on Lizzo, Justin? <laughs> you got any last words, Justin, on Lizzo? No comment. See, and that's the reason I, I can't stand him in first person. All right, y'all. Child, I done broke out in the sweat up on. You know how you have a little sweat up on your neck. I hadn't experienced that until I, I don't know what it is was going on. I think I was fighting in my sleep. Or I had spit to run down the side. My chicken was up under my neck. Child, I had wiped up under. And I said, what in the hell? What werewolf and tried to bite me in my damn sleep? But I'm back, y'all. All right. Let me fan right quick. All right. So we have come to the segment of the evening. Y'all already know what this is. I think I lost my pearls. And I have two <laughs> two letters tonight that I'm gonna read. And Justin, I'm gonna need your full attention, and I I I need your help because I know I don't know everything. My job is not to know everything, but for what I know, I want to share. And we got two <laughs> letters this evening. And okay, let me change this baby name. All right. So Justin, are you with me? I'm gonna go ahead and read this first one, cause yeah, the first one's a little bit more um, tough than the second one, but the second one could be tougher. We'll, we'll see. All right. So it reads. So hey, guys, before I get into that, if you happen to want to go ahead and send a letter into, I think I lost my pearls. Make sure to go ahead and send your your letter of request to weekendpearls at gmail.com that's weekendpearls pearls with a z z as in zebra at gmail.com gmail.com weekendpearls all right so this letter reads dear weekend pearls oh oh hold on oh oh that was a different one oh y'all almost read the wrong one that's for that's for something else hey 
Okay, we're back to the right one. <laughs> hey, dear weekend pearls. I want to say hi and tell Harold and Bernard for the for the last episode that I got my first and second life, and I was completely impressed that your guests feel comfortable have a real conversation that people can relate to. Oh, Harold and Bernard, y'all will be on next week anyway. We got a round two on that one. We actually had requests, so we'll have a three week conversation about that on tomorrow or Monday. But kudos, all right, Harold and Bernard, y'all better get some kudos on here. So, it goes on to say, so my dilemma, I have a best friend that continues to steal from me. I don't mean borrow. I mean steal. She continually comes over and takes random things. Initially, I thought it was a cute joke. But after I started missing toothpaste one day, dishwashing liquid another, and now I'm missing my deal. (laughs) I care. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm pissed off because I had to go to work without deodorant and had to wait to my first break to run to the local corner store to get some damn Tussie. I'm finna go home. I, hell, I am home. I'm finna go home. Tussie. Hey, I'm reading verbatim. She's Hold on. She said, yes, they still sell Tussie at the corner store. It was the one with the red top. Wow. What do I need to do? Sincerely, creamed arms. Girl, just... Hey, so everybody that's listening, if you don't know what Tussie... I didn't say Robotussie. I said Tussie. T-U-S-S-Y, Tussie. Tussie, as I recall it, they had the cream that was in the little, little jar. They had a red one. And that thing will burn the hell out of my underarms. I, I'll never forget that. But they also had the the um the powder kind that had the blue top. And they had the roll-on. Both of them and all of them were the devil. But Justin, so my question to you, what <laughs> what would you do in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> if you really want my opinion, I didn't got so lost to the story, I don't even know how to comment. Hold on, let me go ahead and go back to the story. Let me go back to this. So, y'all, so if y'all just not tuning in to Weekend Pearls, we're on the segment that's called, I Think I Lost My Pearls. Our first letter from one of our readers, excuse me, not readers, but one of our listeners, I apologize. So, long story short, she got a friend that continues to steal from her. This baby then stole toothpaste, dishwashing liquid. Now her deodorant was stolen. So this baby had to go to work. <laughs> we had deodorant and couldn't get deodorant until her first break. Then had to go to the corner store to get the deodorant. But all they had was Tussie. It was the one with the red top. And this is coming from creamed arms. So Justin. <laughs> see, I got, got so help. thrown back by the Tussie. That's what threw me off. And I couldn't listen no more. Tussie. Oh, Lord. Well, I'll tell you, I love... So, let me just say, I love you all. Please continue to send us in these wonderful letters for our segment. As you know, we call it, I think I lost my pearls. Oh, man. When I tell you, Tussie has touched a spirit in my heart. Because I remember when I was living in South Dallas. And, you know, I went to the great James Madison High School. And, you know, I was in ninth grade. And, you know, I hadn't discovered the grief the way I thought I had. And, you know, long story short, you know, we inside now. So, see, you can get what you can get. So, I ended up having it last time with that tussie. So, sis with the creamed arms. I remember the last time that I used tussie. And it's not the best one. I want everybody to just listen up close. 
It burned. Ooh, child, when I tell you. Come on, Diane Carroll. It burns. It burns. And it's fair. I didn't I wasn't musty. I, I will say that. Tussie was baby. Say Tussie will look like, look like um dried up toothpaste up on your arm, but I tell you what it will do. You won't be musty, but damn it if I didn't have a chemical burn up under both arms. Father God in my Father name of Holy Jesus. I'm sorry, go ahead, Jess. First off, you would not do that. I have plenty. First off, I am part wolf, and I have plenty of hair. That I—that's a whole different. I'm not doing this. This is about this baby. Cream, cream arms. Are you gonna help creamy arms? I have grabbed my pearls. I am officially done with the conversation. So, creamed arms. Since Justin is excluding himself from the situation. First off, let me say, I appreciate you tuning in to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Kudos, her and Bernard. Hey, y'all. Y'all got a shout out. My thing would be putting, I'm going to be honest with you. If this girl is willing to steal toothpaste, <laughs> dishwashing liquid, and now she done stole your, I'm hoping that it was a brand new thing or the old one. If it wasn't, we really got a problem. Either we got either we got someone with an addiction of some source relating to drugs, or we could have a klepto. Or the girl could have a combination of both. Or she just be couldn't hear just coming to mess with you and seeing if you're gonna say something. But needless to say, creamy arms. Keep the girl at your house. Moving on to the next topic. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Tussie. So Justin, Tussie. Tussie. Tussie, 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 Tussie. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Here is our second lesson. T-U-S-S-Y. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put me a picture up there. I'm going to have to make sure they don't hit me with the copyright. I'm going to put it up just so everybody needs to see it. All right, guys. So the second letter that we have for this evening for I Think I Lost My Pearls. This one was very simple. But not simple. So, I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. So, it reads, Dear Weekend Pearls, I have a boyfriend and a side piece. Okay. My boyfriend takes care of the bills and gives me a peace of mind. My side piece gives me the meat in a very reckless and wild time, which I absolutely love. I am basically stuck in the middle of consistency and the unknown. How do I proceed? Sincerely lost in the sauce. Justin, I need you to respond. I'm a virgin and I'm sticking to my story. Goodbye. See, that's the reading you just gotta have. It, it this is this is when I feel alone in the struggle and I'm not okay with this. So lost in the souls. Um, hey now. Um, <clears throat> hey. Okay, so. So. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. I'm gonna let you get it. I just feel like this is just my whole thing. I think this is not an uncommon story. Sadly. But I just certainly feel this way. There is too much available people where you got to divide and conquer. Oh, child, I thought you was going to say something else. I know you was, but I'm not. (laughs) It is too many people. P-E-O-P-L-E. 
to where you have to divide and conquer. And I just feel like it's so selfish, number one. When you in one relationship, but you really doing something else on the side, just be yourself. If you can't find it with that person, it's time to move it on. You know, my thing is just, I just think people, you touched on this earlier in a whole other topic. We are such an ego-driven world where people feel like, oh, this person isn't satisfying my need and I have to go and find it somewhere else. Why can't you just teach the person that you with to do what you need them to do? That's my thing. You, oh, um, boy, I almost knocked my cup over food with you this evening. Hey. Um. It, it, hold on one moment. Jouer en jeu. That's where I am. Toys and play right now. Hey. Lies. Today. So. This conversation is not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, sir. Jouer en jeu. That's what. <laughs> so hey. Oh, hey. Going back to what Justin said. Oh, Justin, I'm going to play with you. Going back to what Justin said though. I absolutely freaking agree. And this goes back to my, um, I hate sharing some things, but I will say this. Um, there were, there were times in my life, um, that I was not the most moral and, (laughs) you know, it came down to a very, um, precarious situation. This is not any long-term anything like that. But what I will say is that to Justin's point before we get into situations and I talked about this on the situationship not a friendship not a relationship a situationship my thing is that you cannot go into a relationship because something or somebody can do something or somebody for you and I was like oh that's a lot it is a lot but when you go into a situation where something is owed to you And I repeat, you feel as though something is owed to you and this person has an obligation to do. You're going to find yourself more so often than not shortchanged. Call it what you want to, but it's reality. So you can't. Now, now, lost in the sauce, sugar plum, honey foot, honeysuckle. Bless your your, um, meat-driven spirit, girl. (laughs) But I will tell you this. If you got consistency and a peace of mind, I go back to this. I rather have consistency in the peace of mind because to Justin's uh, point, I can teach somebody the pleasure points. That's easy because if they are really consistent. And they already give me a peace of mind. This person is already in the process of they have a willingness to take care of you at this point. So we need to introduce them into step three. You already got step one, step two. Let's give them step three. Step, step three. three. They, they already got the other two. Let's give them, give them step three. Uh, uh, as long as I can have braids to the back, I'm good. But, um. So lost in the sauce, sure. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say you have to go ahead and let me go. But this is the thing, though. In your letter, you didn't say that you weren't satisfied with your actual boyfriend, though, which I find actually kind of strange. Cause 
I'm pretty sure that you and your boyfriend are having relations, you know, what have you, sexual relations, of course. And I know you jumping up and down with me stick, but my thing would be, again, Justin hit it right on the head. Hey, you got to teach that baby what you need to do because this reckless and crazy will get you caught up, locked up, probably beat up, and put out. We don't want that for you, Suge. So, lost in the sauce, girl. Hopefully, you can find the right button to put that sauce on. So, that's what we are <laughs> for today. So, guys, oh, guess God, what? Guess I'm in her fanning. I'm in her fanning. Justin, are you fanning? Because I'm fanning. Are you fanning? Are you fanning? I'm fanning on that. I just want to touch on one quick point about that. Like, Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, now I he won't speak, like, y'all. Go ahead, Justin. Speak, y'all. Go ahead, Justin. No, because, like, just, like, the, the real, for real, for real, talking about this subject. I feel like there are so many people who focus so much on sex. When sex, though, that is is an important part of a relationship it is not the most important part and I think you also have to think of it from an aspect of people who abstain from sex or have been virgins all their life like I'm an abstainer so I'm hoping that my experience will be when I get married so if my next relationship um, I won't know until I get married how the sex will be so I think that everybody has to have this understanding that that is something that can truly be taught like unless it's just a person who is just not interested in performing I really don't see how that's not something that you can teach and I think people expect too much and they want this person to be this 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 unrealistic expectation that they're going to be making them climb the walls and this other stuff when really you're you're getting pleasure because there's a fantasy that's being fulfilled by being with this other person that's what it really is it's the fantasy it's not the sex and i think people need to take the mindset out of that is that it's not about this person is lacking because you said that yourself you said she she didn't necessarily say that the person she's with is lacking but she said she found comfort in someone who did it better so that means you're looking for something that's unrealistic but it's also something that can be taught in your current relationship the end child pastor has spoken so I'm, I'm gonna add i'm gonna add some on it because justin has given me some other jewels of witness wisdom and i'm very appreciative for it so <clears throat> if we stop and again this is my opinion i go back to that if we stop looking for fulfillment through our loins um we could be better people and i uh, one time for the people in the back. One more time. If we stop, one more time. If we stop looking for fulfillment with our loins, we could actually be better people. And again, it it. And I want to be very clear. This is my opinion, but just from what I've seen, and even from some of the stuff that I've um, dealt with and had to deal with, is that sex can be awesome. It can be great. It can be mind blowing. Who hell? It could have you call in for work. Maybe two or three days. It be. I, Hey, been there, done that. Know how that goes. But, 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 and but, a lot of people take that moment of gratification and that type of fulfillment as food for your emotions. So, some of us are tied into, ooh, he or she makes me feel good. And, completely try to push that into their emotions 
you feeling good is the physical aspect of it. Has nothing to do with your mental. With the exception of, you know, endorphins and what have you and melatonin and stuff. You know, that, you know, we, we ain't going to get all into the biology. But we more so look at that because someone made us feel good. But that's a physical attribute. That has nothing to do with any emotional stability or emotional enhancement or care or concern. Nothing. We're talking about loins. Anybody from the, bu- from the front to the back to the side, side, side. Anybody can, you know, sexually gratify somebody in some type of respect or make them, i.e., feel good in some respect. But that does not equate, I repeat, that does not equate to emotional stability. I don't give a damn how good it is. If your if your sexual relations is that good, does it have me wanting to promote my job? Does it have me want to start my own business? Does it have me want to be more um, family oriented and getting getting over situations with my family? Is it making me want to fix situations with my kids? Is it doing all of this? Hell no. You looking for the next fix and the next high from that that intimate moment. Point blank. So. A lot of people tie that thing into ooh, that sexual gratification into emotional stability and I'm emotionally set and good. Girl, no, girl, him, her, Bob, cat, dog. If you felt good, congratulations. I'm excited for you. But that is not emotional fulfillment. I'm sorry. It just isn't. And if you equate with that, you will always be empty. I'm going to just call a spade a spade. To Justin's point earlier, and I'll make it again. If we are in a situation to where I'm getting to know somebody, I'm saying it's two people, I'm dating, blah, blah, blah. And I end up having sexual relations with both of them. Yeah, woo, yeah, real life, things happen. One performs better than the other, but I know this other person that didn't perform as well, and we're talking sexually, is better for me and better fitted, meaning that this person is willing to take care of my needs, willing to listen to me, welcome to, you know, willing to check on me, welcome, welcoming and getting to know me, wanting to know more. You know, if I had kids, one of my kids, hey, you know, willing to take steps in order to um, get to the future versus somebody taking steps to get in the bed again. So you have to sit back and really look at what that is. Again, I say it, baby, we have to stop stop thinking with our loins you you can your your loins don't have a mind <laughs> those no are organs shoots. <laughs> oh i cannot deal so hey babe we have preached on this episode let me tell let me tell y'all we have been on here and justin like we have been on this thing for like an hour and almost 30 minutes let's get into this thing so we have come to our end of the show but as always, let me just make sure that I give a huge shout out to my wonderful, wonderful guest, Justin McDade. And y'all already know I'm going to do it. Oh, 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 hold on. Let me let me do it. Jouer en jeu. Uh, one more time for the people in the rafters. Jouer en jeu. And the people that are standing outside, but waiting no dog. Well, yeah, dog's still running. It, the next bus should be at 1150. Hold on. Jouer en jeu. Yes, God. That's where we at. <laughs> 
So, y'all, do me a favor. Make sure you check him out. Say, Justin, love you, love you, love you. And I definitely appreciate you jumping back on for round two. You already know you're going to be back for round three. And I definitely enjoyed this episode. So, make sure you hit him up on Instagram, Facebook. And make sure that you also check him out on his YouTube channel. And as far as Weekend Pearls is concerned... You already know we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, hit us up on the email, we can press the gmail.com, we're on iTunes Podcast, Google Playlist. Excuse me, why do I always say playlist? Hell, Google Play Music. Google Play Music, Overcast Podcast app, and we're under Weekend Pearls. Make sure you hashtag us, please. Please and thanks. Weekend Pearls, hashtag Pearls of Wisdom, hashtag Dallas Podcast. Hashtag, and this is a real conversation with real people, and we do this thing every week. And <laughs> so, I'm gonna tell you how this uh, week, um, this week's pearls of wisdom. I didn't know that it was actually gonna tie into the letters that I pulled, but apparently, I guess it just did. So, Justin, did you want to say anything to our wonderful listening audience before we get out to this week? This week's pearls of wisdom. Just as always, thank you so much for the support of the last podcast. And if you haven't checked out, as he said before, I'm on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Joesonju. Um, and that's about it that I have for today. And like I said, he this is real people, real talk. Some of the stuff that we say is funny, but it's like real. The stuff that we say is real. This is our real life. This is maybe stuff we've experienced. So we're speaking from a point of we want y'all to learn something. More than just the comedy that we have, we want you to learn something. Okay, and one more time for the people in the back, quit living and thinking through your loins. Don't live in your loins. Do not live in your loins. <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all pray for me because clearly I have no literal sense and I have just lost my complete mind. So, Justin, man, I appreciate you coming on again. Yeah, I'm going to bring you back because I have the best time with you. So, didn't know that this week's Pearls of Wisdom was going to tie in because I had already picked the pearls of wisdom before I read the letters. Oh, Lord, this is... Uh, okay. So, I'm going to go ahead and read the pearls of wisdom. And we're going to get on ahead and get on out of here. And this week, again, this week's pearls of wisdom. And it reads, that's my sexy chat line voice. Don't it sound sexy for the people in the back? This week's pearls of wisdom. With the mileage on you, you'll never have that new car smell ever again. That's all I got for y'all today. Y'all be blessed. Y'all have a great one. New car smell. I, I'm going to text you, Justin, about this new car smell. So, hey, guys. Y'all make sure y'all hit us up. Like and subscribe. Weekend Pearls. Y'all have a great one. Justin, love you. Thank you. I'll see you soon on the next episode with Any Person. Guys, this was a good one. Appreciate you. We out this thing.